hour number three. Hour number three coming up. Talking a lot of baseball. Brewers back at it tomorrow. Colorado Rockies coming to town. American Family Field, the unofficial second half of the season gets underway. And where are the Brewers when you talk about power rankings and possibility for getting to the postseason? So uh, they uh, put together, can anybody catch the Yankees? Second half preview, rankings, playoff odds for all major league, 30 Major League Baseball teams. The Yankees, obviously, they're, they're head and shoulders above everybody else. I don't think we have to worry about that, right? Okay. So the projected final record for the New York Yankees, who are 64 and 28, is 109 and 53. They are listed right now as 100% division title odds and playoff odds. The question is, will they win uh, more than 116 games? So that's one. Uh, Tier two, the five biggest threats to the Yankees, the Houston Astros, who are 59 and 32, 98% to win their division, 100% 100% to get to the postseason. The Dodgers, right after them, projected final record 107 and 55, 99% right now odds to win their division, 100% to get to the playoffs. The Mets, right behind the Dodgers, projected to win 98 games, 67% to win their division, 99% to get to the postseason. Then the Atlanta Braves, right behind them, 30% to win their division, 95% to get to the postseason, 94 wins the projected final total. Then, not the Brewers, San Diego, projected to go 88-74, and 57% for playoff odds to get there, And the possibility of possibly taking down the Yankees, we'll see. Then you've got Tier 3, quote, other playoff contenders. Okay? Other playoff contenders. That's where the Milwaukee Brewers find themselves. Now, at the beginning of the season, when we started to talk about wins and losses, I what what did we predict, Ben? Do you remember what our predictions were? Low 90s. I think I said 92. Uh, you might yeah, have been I think it was like ninety or like, ninety-one. I think yeah, you said. It was like I think it was ninety-one. Uh, they are projected to finish the season eighty-seven and seventy-five. Their odds to the win the division is thirty-seven percent, and their playoff odds are fifty-seven percent. Um. The article says, what do they need to be a threat in October? If the Brewers get back to October, that means the pitching and the defense design of their roster will have finally come together once again. But to finally get over the hump during the postseason, Milwaukee needs to add offense from the outside of the organization as constructed. The team's margin for error against elite pitching is way too fine. And so how important is Josh Hader to their playoff chances? Hader has gone from consistent to confounding in a heartbeat. And if he doesn't get it going, the Brewers are in trouble. The one thing that sets the Brewers apart in the playoff season 
is the luxury of lining up Devin Williams and Josh Hader at the end of games to close out a narrow contest. Hader all of a sudden can't stay out of the middle of the plate. And over two recent outings, he gave up more home runs and, and runs than he did all of last season. So you're hoping it's just a blip on the radar. After that, though, come the Boston Red Sox, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Minnesota Twins, then the St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals, however, have a 63% to win the division. Now, remember, the Brewers have 37% to win the division and end up 87 and 75. So in essence, lower down the road, they're saying the Cardinals are going to be 89 and 73 projected with 76% odds to make it to the playoffs. They feel the Cardinals are going to win the division. But the Cardinals are down the line when it comes to the ability to actually knock off the Yankees. They say, uh, given the lack of quality teams in the National League Central and the historical context of Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols in their final seasons, there is no excuse for this year's Redbirds to do anything but go all in at the trade deadline. Seems kind of obvious, but that's not the way the overly uh, insular Cardinals tend to operate. Time to flip the narrative. And says, uh, who can fix the back end of the rotation? Steven Matz was slotted to come off of the I.L., and start the Cardinals' last game before the break. Unfortunately, the game was rained out, and he will now have to wait to make his first appearance since May 22nd. The Cardinals need Mats to prop up the back end of the rotation that has been top-heavy, because while they could certainly use a top-level starter, their trade strategies probably need to be pointed at upgrading the bullpen. So the Brewers need bats. The Cardinals need arms. That's where your race begins. And for the Brewers to be able to get it, uh, to get it going and ultimately win the division is the arms have to get a little better. Hater has to get better. You need more consistency and health when it comes to the arms, but you need a bat or two, most likely. And then it goes on from there. Tampa Bay, uh, San Francisco, Cleveland, uh, Philadelphia, Seattle, and on down from there. But in comparing the two teams coming out of the National League Central, basically, ESPN, at least the writers at ESPN, the baseball writers, and the analytics say the team that's going to win the Central is the Cardinals, not the Brewers, as they stand right now. If the Brewers are able to get the bat and Josh Hader is able to get back to form and such, then the Brewers can win the division. But as it's constructed right now and the way they perform down the stretch, they're saying the Cardinals are going to win the division and not the Brewers. And if the Cardinals win the division, looking at what's going on in the East – and the West, the Brewers, if not winning the division, could end up on the outside looking in. That would be a travesty if the Brewers do not win the division and do not make it to the postseason. How about that? 877-867-1670. Do you agree or disagree? Going back to the question, the poll question, are the Brewers out of the playoffs or World Series contenders? 79.1% of you say out of the playoffs, uh, closing in on 300 votes now. 300 votes. So interesting thoughts regarding the Brewers as they begin the unofficial second half of the season. Thought it was, uh, thought it was rather interesting to see that the Brewers, uh, it's, and, and again, we're not breaking news here. There's nothing earth-shattering here. It's basically you got to get back to what you were doing. 
And Josh, and I believe Josh Hader is going to be fine. Uh, I, I really do. I believe he's going to be good. But we all see it. It, you know, it, there, there's nothing new here. They need a bat. They need more consistency on the offense. What they have put together, what David Stearns has put together, the approach they've had at the plate, it's been a failure. It's a failure. They don't have any hitter with any consistency right now, and it's all or nothing, and it's been proven out. I'd love to get David Stearns in the program just to talk a little bit and say, okay, look, you know, when you sit down and do the analytics – what what's positive? You know, we can talk about exit velocities, launch angles, balls hit, balls hit and play, hard hit balls, and then say, well, they're right at somebody they're just needing to fall. I understand that. But the bottom line is they're not. The consistency has been, because I know uh, when you watch the Brewers broadcast in Valley Sports and they do all these you know, exit velocities and balls that hit and play and ball to bat and barrel up ball and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. That, that That's great analytics to say, well, the Brewers are great in this category and great in that category. But the bottom line is you can't get anybody on base. You are craptastic at the plate. You're terrible with strikeouts. Your OPS is through the roof when it comes to actually being on the positive side because of your power numbers. But beyond that, the consistency and being able to set the plate and actually put more runs across the plate with any consistency because of the power numbers, it's minimal. It's disappointing. There you go. Um, This is from Mike. Mike says, uh, I don't believe the Brewers are going to get much better. It doesn't matter who they bring in. They're not going to... They're not going to raise this team up. They're going to lower themselves to the team batting average. That's from Mike. So you believe that anybody of ilk coming into this situation is going to fail rather than succeed and have a high tide, a tide raise all ships. That's not, uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's not good. Um, what else do we have? This is from, uh, Lucy. Lucy says, I got a lot of faith in Craig council and our Milwaukee Brewers been a Brewers fan a long time. I think this team just needs to get a couple of hits to fall. And once they start falling, you could feel it. They need a really good homestand though. Uh, Lucy, love your optimism. Don't necessarily believe it, but love your optimism. Really do. Uh, Don says, uh, Hey guys, great program. Longtime Brewers fan can't watch them here in the Northwoods consistent as consistently as as consistently as I would like, but I wanted to chime in. I think their pitching staff is going to even get better with the return of Freddie Peralta, even in the midst of August during the dog days of the season. This team can get stronger and better and start to eliminate run support uh, for the opponents. Therefore, I think this team is just going to get better by the return of more starting pitching. They won't necessarily need to score as many runs. Well, they've had to, though. Even, you know, I mean, you look at poor Corbin Burns. Oh, my God, that guy can't get any run support. Big time. Uh, Dave says uh, the fact that these guys can't hit and they're terrible at the plate. They can't drop down a bunt. They can't hit a sacrifice fly. They can't hit behind a runner. This is a pathetic team to watch. If I was a Little League coach, I would tell them, watch the Milwaukee Brewers and don't do what they do. I've heard that before, too. He also says, uh, what are your thoughts on Russia telling the United States they have to respect Russian law in the Brittany Griner case? Uh, you know what? We haven't covered that too much. Um, I 
on one hand, you're like, wow, uh, you're, you're getting all of this, quote, because of the wrongful detention, I guess, is the best way to put it, on the drug charges. On the other hand, you know, you go into another country and you break one of their laws, that, that's on you. I, I don't know what else to say. You know, when she went in there with vape canisters that had cannabis oil or whatever was found in her luggage, I I, I don't know why why you taking that to Russia. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I what what do you you know in in the United States, it's if it's an offense, if it's a minimal offense, we get it. But you can't do it in other countries. You can't be that stupid. So I, I don't know what to tell you. I know the State Department's involved, but I I try to stay out of that. Ben, does that become a discussion at all with anybody you know? Not really. I see it happen in the online Twitter sports sphere, but no, not really. I look. I understand, and I you know some people have asked about it. I understand the argument as it's legal in many areas here. I understand the argument of. It's minimal fines. It's it's even, I think, in many states been reduced to a misdemeanor, if at all. I understand that. But it's like you go to, there's other countries where you can't spit on the sidewalk, you know, or they can fine you. You got you to gotta know that. The same, you can't let somebody come into this country and do something and say, well, you know, it's either legal or it's rampant and look the other way in another country. And yet here we take it uh, as a great offense. I mean, I, we would be arrogant enough to say you're not going to come in here and change our laws and change our rules just because you're a foreigner. So why are we so pompous and arrogant to think that we should change Russian law? Not that, don't get me wrong, it's the Russians. We all know that. But that we're going to go do change something there and say, well, you can't do this to us. Yes, they can. And they are. I, 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 I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I guess uh, you know now the example is if you're going to go to Russia, you don't take, don't take cannabis. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the tweeter, the tweeter reader, says without a significant upgrade to the bats, no shot. St. Louis is going to win the National League Central, and the Brewers are going to be fighting for third, the third wild card spot before getting eliminated. That's from the tweeter. Tweeter, appreciate it, man. Give us a shout. Your thoughts on all of this. Are the Brewers closer to being outside looking in or World Series contenders where they sit right now? And how many bats or how many arms is it going to take to put this team over the top? 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical. They can 98% guarantee they can help you out with erectile dysfunction. 98%. All but saying we guarantee it. Right? Go call Dr. Tim. Say, Dr. Tim, i got to get in and see you. I, I get this taken care of. Or maybe you're somebody who's tired and moody and sluggish and you're putting on weight and you can't figure out why. If you're over the age of 30, could be low T. Could be low T. So they can help you out with that. Go in and get your numbers checked. Or the all-in-one weight loss program. And if you're looking at yourself going, man, I just I don't look good in pictures. I don't look good on camera. I just nothing. Well, then what you got to do is... Maybe start shedding a few pounds. Jumpstart that health and wellness with our friends over there at the New Mail Medical Center. Doesn't matter where you're at in this country. One phone number, 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. Give them a call. They can set you up anywhere, whether it's Vegas, Milwaukee, 
Chicago, 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. That is the New Mail Medical Center. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Sunday, September 4th, we cannot do this without you. Our 15th annual poker run benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. Military members, veterans, their families. We raise money for Fisher House, Wisconsin when they uh, need it the most. When they are receiving medical treatment at the VA and you got to take care of the expenses and you got to take, you don't want to worry about coming into town. And uh, worrying about your food, worrying about, uh, you know, where you're going to stay, how you're going to get back and forth, all that stuff. Fisher House, Wisconsin is there for you. That's what we do for the veterans, the military members, and their families. Please help us help them. Coming up Sunday, September 4th, right now over in the Bud Light live stream, you can scan the QR code, and it'll take you right to the pre-registration. And pre-registration, just for those who pre-register, there's one of four prize packages you could possibly win. Bucks tickets. You could also win uh, Brewers tickets and a prize package for dining. You could win some uh, race tickets from Road America. You could also win uh, a Badger uh, Badger tickets to go to football and tailgate party and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, 104. So please get registered. It's for a great cause, obviously. But you can also get rewarded along the way. And then the ride itself, ride winners could win a 75-inch big screen TV. You could win beer for a year and some other great prizes, compliments of Beachwood and Budweiser. We're going to have uh, uh, Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal is going to greet everybody. Uh, the morning of the ride, we're going to leave Milwaukee Brewing. We're going to have dealers from Pottawatomie at the end of the ride at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson actually dealing the poker hands. It's going to be a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous event, and we cannot do it without you. Thanks in part to our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson out in Oconomowoc. They've been our hosts now for the last, I don't know, four or five years, something like that. But, uh, my God, they do a great job. Hairbangers Ball playing the after party this year. Rebel Grace will be on the stage when we get back to uh, Wisconsin Harley. Thanks to Pottawatomie Hotel Casino for bringing out the dealers and for wanting to be a part of this. Thanks to our friends at Growth Law Firm, uh, protecting bikers' rights all throughout the state of Wisconsin. Voted one of the top 20 in the country, and they're right here in the state of Wisconsin. Also, our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. Uh, don't forget about Great Lakes Dragway. Talk about racing and speed in the state of Wisconsin. Right down there in Union Grove, they got it going on. They have completely redone the track, uh, a lot of the stands, the concessions, and it's just a fun time. Go down and just you know feel the raw power down there. Great Lakes Dragway. Also, our friends at Buzzard Billy's, a tremendous place to eat when you're in the lacrosse area. Love that place. Love the margaritas there. But great food at Buzzard Billy's, and they wanted to step up and said, look, we got a lot of riders that come into town uh, from lacrosse. We want to be a part of it. We want to support veterans. So for a great business that supports us, please, if you're in the lacrosse area or out in that area at all, support Buzzard Billy's downtown uh, lacrosse as well. So good, good food, good, good people. That's our friends at Buzzard Billy's. But go get registered. And if you can't get registered via the QR code, then all you got to do is find us. Uh, simply go to facebook.com slash big unit poker run facebook.com slash big unit poker run and you can find the information there you can scan the qr code that way or you can just click the link on the side of the page that'll take you to the pre-registration as well 
So you can see it all, all over there. So please, please become a part of this. Would love to have you. We want to break uh, our record. Our record last year was 767 bikes. We would like to get to 800 plus this year. Going to be a good time. Um, this is uh, from Taylor who says, I'd like to know how many times the Brewers have had the bases loaded with no outs or one out and not been able to produce a run. That's what drives me crazy. That's what drives me crazy. Uh, Marcy says, this team flat out can hit. Batting with runners in scoring positions seems to be awful. You tell me. We went over that statistic. I don't know where it exactly was, but we went over that statistic with runners in scoring position. I got to relook it back up. But the Brewers, Brewers OPS-wise, okay, Brewers OPS-wise was not like as bad as you might think. It, it just wasn't. When you talk about the team itself, um, it, it, it wasn't bad. So let me uh, let me go to here, and I hate to do this, but they are their third best ahead, in baseball OPS. Third best in baseball OPS wise with runners in scoring position. Third best uh, when but, it comes to actual batting average, they're fifteenth with runners in scoring. So they're middle of the pack. They're they're middle to above average. Twenty sixth in at bats is the 20, alarming part. Okay. There you go. 26th in at-bats. Um, when it comes to hitting a home run with runners in scoring position, they're third best. Or no, tied for second best. Excuse me, tied for second best. Tied with Atlanta and San Francisco. When it comes to extra base hits, doubles, we'll say. We'll start there. Uh, they are 21st. And when it comes to striking out, with runners in scoring position, which is what many of you were alluding to as well. Uh, they are 19th. They're not that bad. They're not terrible. So with runners in scoring position, they're not a bad baseball team. The, the I think what's most concerning is going back to what, what, what Ben said, is that the at-bats themselves are down. That's, you know... I, I don't I don't know how else to put it, but not not great in that sense. By the way, uh, the Brewers uh, and this was from uh, Jack who said, uh, "What are the Brewers on the road versus at home? At home seems to be a more friendly ballpark." Um, the Brewers are batting two thirty five with a seven thirty three OPS at home. Two thirty five with a seven thirty three OPS at home. On the road, the batter the Brewers are batting. 235 with a 711 OPS on the road. So they're basically hitting exactly the same between home and away. It doesn't change, which is a little odd because Miller Park, well, American Family Field, and and sorry for bringing Miller Park up, but American Family Field is a hitter-friendly park. And the fact that they're pretty much the same on the road as at home um, it, it's it's a little, I, I guess, disconcerting because you figure their numbers would be better on the or uh, at home versus on the road. Let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to our buddy Mike, listening in Whitewater. Michael, how you been, pal? I've been well. How was your vacation, Billy? It was awesome. It was needed. It was awesome. It was relaxing. A few beverages. I had a great time. 
That's that's what you need to do every once in a while, especially with your schedule. I heard you earlier talk about one more golf tournament. You coming down uh, the first week of September down near yes. Evergreen? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got a golf tournament down in uh, Geneva this weekend, uh, or this uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. But, yes, uh, that's the uh, the Walworth County Sheriff's uh, Golf Outing, right? Yes, it is, sir. Yeah, I'm going to be there for that. You bet. Well, my next point is a woman kind of took my thunder away that it seems that they really can't get a run in from third or second in scoring position. Uh, you know, with one out or no out, seems they always blow that. And it still seems Christian Yelich comes up. Now they moved him from third to first to not to, uh, in a batting order, not to drive in runs. But he's coming up and failing, I think, miserably trying to get the runner in. You know, with two outs and you need a hit from third mm-hmm. or second and third, he can't get the hit. He's striking out, lowing in and lowing out. With run, I, I got to go back and take a look and see what with runners in scoring position Christian Yelich is batting. But um, but there have been numerous times, like Rowdy Telez is one of the best at it. Uh, him and Willie Adamas with runners in scoring position, even though both guys have a very low batting average, they're batting 297 and 286 respectively, and they're pounding the hell out of the baseball. So they're better ball players when with runners in scoring position, but I don't have Christian Yelich's numbers sitting here in front of me. I'm going to have to look it up, yeah, but I'll, I'll, just, I'll try to track that seems, down. Just seems lately that he's, you know, he's coming up in big situations where they need a hit to score a run or two runs, and he's striking out or – here we go again. The big hard hit to a into the shifter, the first baseman. All the mm-hmm. time it seems he's just he's not producing as far as run production there in the leadoff spot. But I agree, he's better than he wasn't uh, in the third. Are you at Geneva right. National or Grand Geneva? Uh, we're at Grand Geneva tomorrow uh, for a tournament, and uh, then Geneva National for the Fisher House outing uh, at the end of August. So I'll okay. be down there for the at the end of August, and then I've got the one more with the Walworth County Sheriff's Department. So we got a few left, but uh, okay. no, I don't have a whole lot of regular everyday club usage usage left. As a matter of fact, well, I'll see you at the, of course, the deputy sheriff's one. This time I'll yep, make sure we'll be there. I find you, and uh, I might see you tomorrow. Good friend of mine just retired, Dave Hollenbeck. I don't know if you know Dave. That's yeah, yeah, I know Dave. Very close. His kid played for Whitewater in their last championship team. Tell, tell where are you seeing him at. Are you seeing him tomorrow, what, playing golf? Oh, I might stop him. Uh, nope, Mike, you're breaking up. Connected. I appreciate the phone call. Tell Dave, if Mike, if you're listening, appreciate the phone call. If you're listening, tell Dave I said hi. I know Dave, long time, uh, the golf pro down there at uh, Geneva National, or uh, Grand Geneva. And uh, he was the guy that kind of ran, uh, ran the golf shop and everything down there, ran the course great guy uh just uh sad to see him go because he was always just a phone call away just to say how you doing go down shoot the stuff with him enjoy around the golf just a, such a, a tremendous guy by the way uh christian yelich with runners in scoring position batting 230 with an on-base percentage of 395 slugging percentage of 475 and an 870 ops with bases loaded he's hitting 714 with leading off he's hitting 291 uh, runners in scoring position with two outs, he's hitting 242. With nobody on, he's hitting 265. And with runners on first, he's hitting 228. Those are the numbers. 
Those are the numbers for uh, Christian Yelich. There you go. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. A lot more to get to this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now you can go four years, no interest. I mean, that's simple. Four years, no interest, no matter what you buy. Whether it's windows, doors, combination thereof, if you're going to, then again, maybe you don't want to do the financing. Maybe you're going to say, give me some more money off the windows or give me some more money off the doors. Right now, the windows, 250 bucks off per window if you choose not to take the financing. If you just want to big, buy it in one big lump sum of cash. And if you go with the slider windows, 400 bucks off per window. But you can't do anything until you call. Call them up. 855-PELLA-WI, 855-P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-WI. And uh, you can give them a call. They'll come out, set up that free consultation. They'll custom measure everything. Measure it two, three, four times. Make sure it's right. Then they'll say, what kind of interior do you want? What exterior do you want? They'll match it up to your house. You're going to be good to go. Then, then what they do is they'll let you pick out your hardware. Uh, Do you want the roll screen? Do you want the new light screen? What would you like? Slider windows, non-slider windows, crank windows, whatever. They'll match up the exterior, their interior, put it all together. They'll custom manufacture, custom assemble, custom install, warranty it, adds value to your home. All that positivity right there through Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com, P-E-L-L-A-W-I.com, PellaWI.com, or simply make a phone call. It's free. It's free to make a phone call. It doesn't cost you anything. 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. And they can let you know what it would cost, how to set up financing, what your, what, maybe what the value of your home might even rise dramatically. Who knows? If you're getting ready to sell the thing or if you just say, you know what? Rates are going up. I'm hunkering down. I'm going to make my home environment that much better. I'm not going on vacations, none of that. I'm going to get new windows and doors. Call PellaWI.com, 855-PELLA-WI, or go to PellaWI.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bug Pros, that's the way to go. They get it done. Safe. Kids, pets, doesn't matter. You're good to go. Call them. Call Michael. 414-877-5811. Call Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros to safely eliminate your bed bug problems or uh, any other kind of problems. Stink bugs, ants, whatever it happens to be. Whatever's floating around your attic, call them. 414-877-5811. 414-877-5811. They can get it done. And if you're a property owner, this is a great way to have preventative maintenance on your properties as well so you don't lose value or have an infestation. So call our friends at Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros again, 414-877-5811, or just check out MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. That's MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. There you go. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to our buddy Tim listening to us in Sparta. Tim, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, I'm much better than I have been, Bill. Um, got a question. I actually have two questions for you. One's Brewers sure. and one is the Packers. With the Brewers, do you think they just need a bat or do you think that they need two? I think they need uh I think I think they need two. I mean that's just my opinion. I think you need a center fielder 
and then another bat that either you're going to make your first baseman or what have you. But, uh, again, you don't want to take away the power numbers of Rowdy Telez, but the on-base percentage and such isn't necessarily there. The bat, you know, I know people don't like to use batting average anymore, but batting average is down. I mean, the, the consistency with getting on base, do you sacrifice consistency for power numbers? In many areas you would, but I, I still think they need two bats. That's just my opinion. I think they need two bats and more consistency for this team to really make a run. I, I am in complete agreement with you. Uh, I've been saying that for weeks now that that one just won't do it. They're going to have to have two. And I'm in agreement with you as far as the batting averages are concerned. You know, I'm an old guy, and I watched, you know, guys, uh, you know, Rod Crude slap something over, you know, down the third base line in, or right field, wherever there was an opening he could put the ball there and move a runner. So many guys, mm-hmm. you know, used to be able to do that. Now all they do is swing for the fences. So I know that the analytics say that that's the, the way to play, but you got to be able to move a base runner in this game, right. I, I still feel. Uh, my next question, and this might be a good bowl question for you, is Matt LaFleur the new version of Marty Schottenheimer? Because as far as getting Marty, to the postseason but not winning? Yeah, well, you know, he's – he Marty never would always get there, but something would go wrong. You know, a guy who normally would catch a pass, drop the pass. A guy who never fumbled, fumbled. Um, you know, a defensive assignment would break down at a crucial time that would never have happened in the regular season. So is he snake bit as far as the playoffs are concerned? You know, that's, it just it seems to me to be an awful parallel. Marty never got to the playoffs um, for whatever reason, or never, I should say never won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, is it just is it just bad luck? Some of this. Um, boy, I tell you what. Um, I, I part of it. Well, let's let's go back. Uh, the first year they ended up out in San Francisco, they didn't they didn't have a defense. Uh, the defense got dump trucked. We all knew that. We saw that coming. Uh, the year against the uh, the uh, um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Aaron Rodgers made a few mistakes. I mean, they had some. Uh, the Buccaneers played really good defensively. They had a couple of big hits, taking Aaron Jones out of the game, obviously, yep. and then obviously getting the, the the turnover on that hit as well. That changed the tide of that game. And then last year, uh, two things. I think one, he was out coached and out. You know, when it came to the special teams, that was the Achilles oh. heel. Everybody knew it, and they didn't do enough to adjust and make make the make the adjustments. So that way, they could at least stop the rush or stop some of the problems they consistently had. But also, I think when A.J. Dillon went down and they didn't have the ability to run north-south and not go, not reverting back to what was getting you there. that Because they didn't play Josh Nyman. Josh Nyman played left tackle all season long admirably. And then in the biggest game, he didn't. They, they yep. tried to put all the starters back. And it, 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 we, could, we could all see it was a failure. There was pressure all over Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers focusing on Devontae Adams. Obviously, special teams. If they just play better in one of the th- one of the three phases, because defense was good, but if they just play better offensively, or if they just play better in special teams and don't allow one of those turnovers, they win that ball game. And I just think that he was out coached in that game. That's just my opinion. Yeah, and you know, you go back to, you know, here again, you go back to uh, the Tampa Bay game. Um, if the cornerback doesn't at the end of the half let those fast little white guy run past him. 
Right. You know, that, that's a completely different game. So it seems to me that there's a little bit of, of snake bit here as well, where things that normally don't happen just happen at the wrong time. Regular season, I expect them to struggle, I think, the first three or four games until they get the, the offense really right. figured out with the new receivers. Uh, but they'll make the playoffs unless somebody, unless everybody gets hurt. I mean, that's the big thing in this league. No, I think they make the playoffs. I, I, I wonder. Here's the thing. You know, I mean, we talked a little bit yesterday about Greg Jennings making the prediction with Colin Cowherd that uh, they think that the Minnesota Vikings are going to kind of, quote, shock the world because they're going to get rejuvenation from a new coaching staff. They've got a lot of talent that they may end up winning the division. I don't think they win the division, but I think they could possibly be within a couple of games nipping at the heels of the Green Bay Packers. And I think there's going to be some pressure there within the division, but I still think the Packers get to the, get to the postseason. I, I think you're absolutely right with with Minnesota, but I don't think I, and I don't believe they're going to win the division. And I think it's going to because be because uh, Green Bay's defense. I expect it to be spectacular this coming year. Um, they finally have enough beef on the front line to rotate people to get after the quarterback all game long. If you can't double team Kenny Clark all game, come. Third, late third quarter, fourth quarter, he's going to be in the backfield as much as anybody's running back. So uh, I think that the defense is probably going to keep them in and maybe win a game or two early in the season for them. I would agree. I would agree. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Thanks for giving us a buzz as always, to, uh, Tim. Tim listening to it out, out in Sparta. Sparta, the Sparta Trail. Great biking out there. Pedal biking, that is, on two wheels. Great biking out there in the Sparta area. Not far from Lacrosse, just east in that area. Uh, when we come back, there is one team with a big name, and they are fielding offers for that player's bat. I'll tell you who's actually interested in that particular player, and are the Brewers involved? We'll talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. food our friends at stoley's hog alley right there in uh summit in oconomowoc and the renovation continues i know they had a couple of setbacks due to uh like a water table or something like that but they're they're getting around it and they're uh they're getting it done so hopefully that uh, renovation is completed here towards the end of august but looking forward to the unveiling there at stoley's hog alley then there's stoles all 109 up in watertown both places fantastic great food a lot of good entertainment just a couple of more places to go if you're out and about in the Lake Country area. That is Stoll's Old 109 and Stoley's Hog Alley. Two great places run by really, really great people. Even better people, as a matter of fact. So I wanted to uh, I wanted to bring this up here uh, real quick. Is um, the uh, Bob Nightingale, a longtime baseball writer, USA Today. Bob Nightingale says the Washington Nationals have now begun fielding preliminary offers for Juan Soto. Seven teams are weighing in. Those seven teams are the Mariners, the Padres, the Giants, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mets, and the Cardinals. No mention of the Milwaukee Brewers. None. 
Cardinals trying to get a bat. And we know the Cardinals need pitching more than they need a bat. But the Cardinals are going after them. The Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mets, all big money, uh, the Giants, all big money market teams, and the Padres and the Mariners as well. Ben, is it disappointing not to see the Brewers' name there? I think it's expected more than anything. Number one, I don't think they have a deal together that could get him. And number two, it's not really a move that would make sense for their franchise. Or it wouldn't, right. I wouldn't be led to believe that they would go in the running for this. Because after you trade for him, you're going to pay him 400 plus mil, 450. That just doesn't seem like a move the Brewers would make. It doesn't. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but it's it's still, when you see the names of the other teams that are there, that are saying, hey, look, cir- circumstance be damned. We're going for it. We believe we're right there. We want to win a World Series, as opposed to the Brewers that say, it doesn't make sense for our circumstance. I agree with you 100%. It doesn't make sense for the Milwaukee Brewers. But for the other teams that are saying, you know what, we're making calls, we're, we're going for it, it's it's disappointing, I guess, that the Brewers aren't in on that. Or at least being mentioned to say, hey, we'd like to at least kick the tires. Not to think that it would get done, but you get what I'm saying. So, interesting. Uh, by the way, after dining with Live CEO Greg Norman uh, yesterday, Charles Barkley Sounds like a man who's going to be joining the uh, Live Tour. In a wide-ranging interview with The Post, Barkley said he believes that uh, there is, quote, selective outrage in critics going after the Live Golf Tour, and it feels to be hypocritical not to consider being a part of a new tour if the money's right. As further proof that he is serious about Live, he's going to play in the Pro-Am. We all talked about that at Trump National uh, in New Jersey. And after dining with Greg Norman at an Italian restaurant, Preachy, in Atlanta, Barkley next expects the Aussie golfer to make him an offer to be a commentator. Barkley, one of the 50 greatest NBA players of all time. He's uh, been with TNT's Inside the NBA for quite some time and said, uh, in a perfect scenario, I would love to do both. Barkley told the Post, he said, I don't know Turner's sponsors are going to feel about that. I know there is going to be a lot of blowback. Uh, Barkley said he and Norman talked about the Saudi-led group that uh, is behind the Live Golf. The Saudi Arabian government uh, has been accused of killing Washington Post journalist uh, Jamal Khashoggi, as well as other human rights violations. He said, I told uh, Norman, Barkley said, listen, they're making up words like blood money and sports washing. We all have taken blood money. We all have sports washed something, something. So I don't like those words, to be honest with you. If you are in pro sports, you're you're taking some type of money from not a great cause. That's how Barkley justifies his ability to uh, to then go and take a bunch of money from the Live Tour. So there you go. Uh, that to me sounds like a guy that doesn't really care, and he's like, "You're just making up words to make me feel bad." I'm going for the money. If the money's right, I'm going. One more hour yet to go. One more hour yet to go. So uh, already 
word leaking out, seven teams interested in Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals. The Brewers are not one of those seven teams. Reaction. Reaction. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.